0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content.
1: G'day, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fears, and I just want to say a big thank you to all the listeners who have stuck with us uh, on the reboot. It's been a pleasure to get all the messages on a weekly basis and uh, and all the love and support, and it, and it means the world to us. So thank you very much. Someone who provides no love and support, of course, The Statesman.
0: Yeah, absolutely no love, mate. Um, just a, a very critical man at times, I would assume, is the way that people view me. Uh, but no, pretty good weekend, actually. It's um, been a challenging one. It all started with Josh Kelly. Wasn't everyone up in arms going, not again, and then about five minutes later danger down um so she's been a um she's been a challenging week for finals um for coaches that have got teams in finals no doubt but uh, good thing about draft is um you've got the flexibility with a waiver wire in most competitions where you can actually start covering things especially if you've got that lovely little uh game uh time on ground threshold um do you like that rule
1: I actually do. I do. Yeah, so do And I. The, you know who you know who I really feel is, is the mills owners.
0: Yeah. 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 Like right that was the really bounce. short notice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and like like our home league Our home league is in, in Supercoach which of course the the emergency system in Supercoach is just completely it's just a complete piece of shit. So you're getting the lowest score, you're not getting dedicated positions. Um the platform I I mean I like Supercoach, but the platform's pathetic. Like you compare it to uh Ultimate where you got so many options and, and AFL Fantasy where they're constantly making upgrades. I really give AFL Fantasy a lot of credit uh for for putting the putting into their system, I'll, I'll say. But uh, Supercoach really, I, I think it leaves owners a lot to be desired. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that makes sense, mate. And it,
0: uh, it can be frustrating at times. It's funny. I I own um, mills in the majority of my competitions, but I uh, was very very lucky. It hasn't affected a win loss. But I reckon there would have been um, with those two laid outs uh, finals affected by, especially Josh Kelly and um um and Callum Mills. I reckon those are the two uh, that would have rocked a final or two. So um, I feel for the coaches that got impacted from the late outs but um, it's part of the game. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, it is. I did love the call of a
0: Um, couple of coaches going hard saying, when do we find out whether we get their average or not?
1: It's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic, (laughs) Stater. I would hate to be there. Um, Like... You know, the seven people who follow us don't really give us a hard time, but the but the millions and millions who follow the traders and just barrage the boys with, with get their average. And it's like, well fucking what's the difference between that and if Tom Fullerton pulls out at the last minute, you know? Yeah. Yeah, feel free. Anyway, have an emergency people. If you're playing civic coach, have a trade or two <laughs> up your sleeve. I don't know. Whatever. Um, there's some value in Paddy Dow, after all. But Stato, ah, uh, fantasy talking point of the week. It all started on a rather sour note, uh, with Tex Walker, uh, getting suspended. Yeah. Obviously, no one's going to be for racism. Fat racism is bad. Uh, I think we've all got that. But is it is it going to be the end of Tex? um i know they've given him the six weeks i I find it hard to to think you'd be walking back into that building with much respect
0: yeah it's going to be an interesting one isn't it well you you're talking earlier on the year he got a i'm pretty sure a one-year extension um and i think most people would have thought going into this season that this year was going to be his last but his form for probably about six weeks was um rather impressive so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but I'm sure uh, him, his manager at the club, uh, will have serious talks and hopefully it works out for the best for everyone and I hope he learns some great lessons out of this. Um, where's he from? Broken Hill. So he's a he's a country lad um, and obviously still a fair bit to learn and um, how to show people uh, and everyone respected. Yeah, it's a bit sad that that's happened. What's your uh, fantasy talking point of the week? Well, we actually talked a little bit um at the top of the show and and it's the one lesson i've learnt from this week is you just need to keep up with all the news so if you've got kids, make sure you give them the spare ipad um put it in their hands and keep them in the corner and just keep your eyes on the news feed. Look, I was very lucky myself um this week, and i wasn't that impacted with the uh um the meal situation. I am a owner. Um, but I was lucky I just looked at the computer at the right time, saw it and could react. Um, what you need to do is make sure when you're playing a final, just make sure you've got all bases covered. Um, yes Callum Mills was very late and that could have ended your season if you weren't on top of it so um, what I suggest is you always have backup options ready to go because it's that important and you also want some options to have a potential loophole so if you get a really good score um, that's sitting on your pine that you can actually use that to win a final so as I say, I was very lucky this week, um, but most of us have got grand finals coming up over the next couple of weeks. Just be really switched on to all the opportunities uh, and potential disasters that can come up in your team and just keep your eye on
1: what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, sometimes we uh, can downplay that luck is just such a huge part of the game. Like if you have danger... Man, it's just stiff, like, if you don't have those uh, time on ground options. But on to the waiver wires. And, uh, of course, at this point in the year, round 22, second last week, if you're still playing finals, we use the under 75% ownership Threshold on ultimate footy, so you may well have better options out there. Of course, check out our man Matty Faz's article on the website, which drops on Wednesday. Uh, he's had some good good hits lately. Uh, we, we're all about Nick Vlost and we we're talking about that man Matt in the in the chats. Uh, unfortunately, I followed his advice advice on a uh, Xavier Dursma. So, Matt, mm. fuck you, mate. Like honestly, what was going? on? <laughs> <laughs> No, I blame myself. What was up with Adelaide grinding out a good result there uh, and probably being stiff to get an L? Who you got? Who you got, Stato? The
0: first one's uh, Sam Taylor, who's 42% owned, uh, averaging 88 in his last three games. Um, had a great ton on the weekend against Geelong, who are normally pretty hard to score uh, against, especially being a a, um, a key defender. And he had Tommy Hawkins and played a great uh, game on him, and I reckon he's a an absolute future star and super coach. So I, I don't watch the super coach scoring that closely. It'd be interesting to see if uh, you know what Sam Taylor scored this week, Steve.
1: Oh, I can look it up in a sec. No, no I didn't have him, but um,
0: yeah, beautiful. I'm thinking amazing. just so yeah, many, I, I, so many intercept marks. Or, yeah, yeah, and um, um, so I, I reckon he might have. Um, Sneaked out about a one and forty in Supercoach, but we'll wait to see what that scoring was. Uh, the next ones um surprised me a bit when I sort of looked at the data, but Jed Buse seems to be a good fantasy player. Where has this come from? 31% own, he's averaging 78 in his past five games which is about 20 points above his season average. So I I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't watched Jed views closely, um, but his scoring uh, looks quite impressive over the last few weeks. So it'll be interesting to see if there's been a change of role. So certainly one coming up to finals in case I get any injuries, I'll be looking at for a bit of coverage Um, so that's pretty uh, nice in your back line uh, average of 78 over his last five Um, the next one uh, is Connor Nash 20% owned now so he's really uh, uh, lifted over the past a week had a 95 in his first look at the role and had another 90 this week and it is real he is getting that mid-time and he looks great in there great pressure getting some clearances so Connor Nash only 20% owned he can be a real little jet for you in the forward line Uh, next one Zach Guthrie Um, so he continued this week uh, went from 1% owned to 53% owned so he still is available in some leagues and backed up this uh, last week's ton with a solid 75 this week and looked pretty good in what was a challenging game for Geelong Uh, and last but not least um I'm just watching and seeing what is currently playing uh is the Fremantle Brisbane game and he's doing it again. Uh this is Daniel McStay is twenty five percent owned um and it keeps on getting it done without Hipwood. That's three great scores in a row and it looks like he might even turn up this week.
1: Yeah, um Yeah <laughs> I mean he's playing well, there's no doubt about it. Uh Sam Taylor did get the 140 SC. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, my my top my top pickup again, Connor Nash. He was zero percent owned last week, Stato. Yeah, it's amazing. Rock it? rocketed up, rocketed up to 20%, but he's list as a forward, he's getting all that mid time. Hawthorne are a different team. Like they're pressures yeah. through the roof. Um watching that game today. Uh Forward, uh, in some leagues, will be a defender. That's Tom McCartan. Uh, I like him for your super coach. Twenty percent owned on the ultimate footy. Up against, uh, I think it's Freo. I must have written down defenders against Freo on North. All the rage. All, all the all the cool kids are playing them these days. Uh, so I certainly liked him to take a lot of intercept marks, whatever matchup that is. Alex Neil Bullen, I think you mentioned him last week, Stato, 74% owned, had a couple back-to-back scores, plays well. Play tonight by the time this podcast comes out. But Melbourne will be up against Adelaide. You've got to love that match-up. Just trying to find a mid at this time of the year is just... Oh, it's awful, isn't it? isn't it? Not easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, defenders against North, defenders against Frio. Um, so, you might have Dane Rampy floating around out there as well. So, that, that's sort of where I'm at with the, the waivers. Hopefully, if you've gotten this far, you've got some better options. And on to the stonk watch. Besides Tex Walker, whose stonks are a little bit down. This week. Yes. Yeah, stonks. stonks up. Yes, just a tad. Stonks up. I got, just a tad. I got, I got I got Sam Draper's stonks are up. He's um his his fantasy really? scores have been lowish in Dream Team. Uh he's been scoring pretty well. Oh, well, he's been scoring okay in Supercoach. But the thing I think and this is more of a nod to twenty twenty two. I think once he gets his fitness together, we know he's had the ACL a couple of years ago. Uh, he's he's been out this year, starting to put some run, runs together. I think Essendon are just sort of pot committed to him at this point. Like they're saying, mm. Sandrape is going to be our guy. Things are working well with two meter Peter, so there's no reason they're not going to. He's he's bagged the seven goals yeah, this weekend, uh, playing up playing up against the idea of Josh Shackey. Um You know, he's a he's a forward who. Pinch hits in the ruck. So whoever's in that ruck role, they're getting a good chunk of time. It's not going to be a 50-50 split. I think they're chips in on Sam Draper. If he puts a good summer together, which hopefully he does, uh, he, he's certainly going to be the man of the future there. Stonks down, chips out on Jack Billings. I'm just, man, it's it's over. Oh, wow. Um, Not over, but he need he's going to need forward status for me going forward. We, we know he's got the hammy, so he missed this week. St. Kilda didn't skip a beat. In fact, you'd argue they were better. The defensive side of his game is really not his... Let's be polite and say it's not his strong suit. Uh, Jack Higgins was up and about. St. Kilda still have a gun named Jade Gresham to come back into this team. He's a restricted free agent. The talks haven't... You know, they've been put on hold sort of thing. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see where Jack Billings fits into... St Kilda's plan being you know you'd say he's a big he's a big name player but what sort of market does an outside uh, player who doesn't really have a defensive side to his game and probably isn't the goal kicker that he should be what does he command in free agency so I'll be really interested to see what happens with uh, Jack Billings Stato
0: Yeah, God. It look, it's a really interesting one. Um, see I really like Jack Billings, but um so I'm probably the idiot that's gonna buy him off you. Uh, unfortunately. Um and and you're right though, there's some real bloody big question marks here and um I actually, to be honest, um in my in another podcast, I, I was thinking that he was gonna be a top six six forward for the second half of the year, but I was totally wrong. Um, and his role just seems so odd. But the interesting part for me, Steve, if I look at St Kilda, who are good one week, shocking the next at the moment, I look through their mix and he's the type of player that they need to have running through that midfield zone. And I'm thinking he's more of an outside. So the Lockie Hunter wing role rather than the Lockie Hunter forward wing role Um that's a, they need that class and entry into that forward line, and they don't just don't seem to get that. So, um, I, I would probably buy him. I, I would be interested in that keeper, um, but I think you're right. There's a there's certainly that fear factor that he's is going to cost you.
1: Well, I mean, his attribute is he's kicking. If he couldn't kick it, he wouldn't be around. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, well, so Taranto, the, so keep- let's, let, you, you were selling Toronto, so let's you were selling last week. Let's do that trade. That that was a good trade.
0: Uh, no, no, uh, I'll need a little <laughs> bit more. Um, do you know who I'm going to sell this week? So I'm going the big dogs, um, and this is for a keeper. But I'm going to sell Jared Lyons. So we're talking yep. right now. I think he's the the second or the third highest scoring or average scoring player in the competition. I mean, he's right up there. In fact, I'll actually have a look and tell you whether he's, I'm pretty sure he's in the top three. So there's Took Miller, there's Jack Steele, and then there's Jared Lyons. So at the moment, he has a higher average than Jack McRae, than Tom Mitchell, than Zach Merritt, than Christian Petrarca. So... This man's on fire. Do you want to know why? I think he needs to go.
1: Why is that? Stato? He's
0: never. He turns thirty. Now I think of Jared Lyons, yeah. and I know he was at Adelaide. Then I know he was at the Gold Coast, but I think everyone thinks he's in his mid twenties.
1: No, I, I I don't know. I don't know. You might get a mixed report on that.
0: Yeah, I, um, it'd be interesting.
1: But I, I was just surprised
0: to see that age. So I was waiting to see, you know, he's twenty six, twenty seven. So that, that that was my sort of guess. And yeah. um the other thing is that this is his highest averaging year, and there's some real talent going coming through that club. And I just believe there's no higher point than you can sell Jared Lyons right now. Unfortunately, I sold him about four years ago as steak knives to Jono and he's been a gun ever since. Um, but I actually think it's time. This is the point where you can sell him at his highest. He has, he's never going to have as much value as he does right now. And I just think there's a real opportunity to get a couple of really good young guns in a keeper for Jared Lyons. What do you think of that theory?
1: Who's, my only problem with the and and I know look it's you'll never find a better time to sell him right like there's yep. there's no better time, but my problem is it's Jared Lyons, and yes the scores are good, but I don't think anyone's going to pay. He might score better than, let's say Luke Parker for example, but I wouldn't pay the same price. That's interesting. So. I mean, and maybe that's where I'm different to other people, but um, yeah, I just think, I think some you'll find names, a buyer. some names, you'll find yeah, a he's buyer. He's not a but sexy know name, you're right? Be.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's all. Um, I and that's mean, all. yeah, I mean, even in classic this year, more people own Lockie Neal than Jared Lyons, which just sounds odd. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: weird, isn't it? It's weird. Um, well, uh, you know and- you know, a guy who he's similar to, but he hasn't had the stank of changing clubs, uh, is another Gold Coast legend. And that's Tuk Miller, right? Yeah. So Tuk Miller's got the same sort of stink, but he's been a role player. But the difference is people fucking love seeing Tuk do well. I don't think people give a shit if Jared Lyons scores well. Unless you're the Jared Lyons yeah. owner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually know. remember we did, um,
0: uh, uh, just talking about the top three, so Took, uh, steel and, um, and Lyons, and all three of them had a bit of stank about them for some reason along the way. But I remember I absolutely copped it when I selected uh, Zach Merritt round one, and then on the rollback went um, Jack Steele, and everyone had a crack. Sort of saying that's way too early for this bloke, and he's ended up being the second highest scorer in the competition.
1: Remarkable. Fuck, man! Boy. I was copping it on the, I was copping it on our Facebook page for it today, and I was like, you know what? Like people are going, oh, it's mind boggling. How could you be down? Like I had him ranked as my tenth mid in SC, and that was really before the Matt Crouch shit hit the fan, sort of thing. But I'm like, well, yeah. Let's go back to the start of the year. Let's jog our memories when we were doing our ranks, and Jade Gresham was. Prior to his Achilles snap, they brought in Matt Crouch. Like it was a weird mix at St Kilda. Like they had yeah, Brad Crouch, Bresch, Crouch. Like you know what I mean. Like it's it's yeah. and last year with that shortened season, we were kind of taking averages with a grain of salt. Yeah, it was weird. Who man. would have thought he'd go better with a good like? Yeah, I, you know, some people can go. Well, I was I was chips in on Jack Steele, so fuck you, buddy, and that's and that's fine. I'll wear that but to go oh it's mind-boggling you couldn't have cast any doubt on it to me that's kind yeah. of like well you know we're all heroes in hindsight aren't we absolutely absolutely uh, the only the but only hell, thing I what would... a player yeah and my only
0: issue is the the only um area I picked him up was a uh, a dummy draft what an idiot that's
1: <laughs> always fun <laughs> what an absolute but i bet you played that
0: i bet I bet you've played that league out, though, Stato. Oh, absolutely, mate. Um, when I when I saw Dossie, <laughs> Dossie and Warney were going hard, that was it. I was chips in. I'm going. Um, but it was a bit of a mess when I took it over. There was a lot of uh, red dots. But anyway, uh, I haven't even looked at how the final went. Actually, I might do that right now and see if uh, Warney and Dossie... Either one of those two have actually uh, smashed me this week because I didn't even look to see if they're So who are you up um, on, though? Who are you up? But um, I'll... Um, James Rowbottom. I think in a keeper, this is the time to get him because he's the sort of the last cab off the rank in that midfield at the moment. So he's doing a lot of subs. His average is... Is quite low, but I reckon there's a bright future for that boy.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Hewitt's like, gone we next are,
0: we, year. We, Kennedy may be gone.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a lot of things that could align for him. I just, you get him for nothing.
1: Yeah. What about these uh, young guys, the Chad and. Absolutely. The superior, the superior Chad and uh Goulden, if, if things come together for these guys, do they just stay in front of him or, or your chips in on Robotum going in front of these guys? No, no, I, I just think he's part of that role crew.
0: So I yeah. think with uh Warner I think Goulden retains Ford status. I think he's that clever that you want him to be the, the linker. So uh, a bit like Michael Walters used to play in his prime where he's he's a bit up forward, high half forward and sometime in the midfield. I reckon that's um, uh, Errol's role down the track. Um, I think Warner's going to be dead set midfielder. Um, He'll retain forward status for a little while yet but I I definitely think he's inside. Um, And then you've got... Most of those other younger fellas who are going to be more outside midfielders, the runners.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. What did, what did you think of the and Swans M- performance Mills. on the weekend? You're a bit of a what did you think of the Swans um, performance on the weekend?
0: I didn't watch it, I oh, didn't see you're it a, unfortunately.
1: You're a lifelong Swans fan,
0: no, I'm a lifelong um, Suns fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's tough. It's true, it's mate. Tough. Uh, I didn't Gold ask Coast questions again this way. week. You're a Gold Coast truther.
0: You're a Gold Coast truther. Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> no. Warnie and I. Sorry, in that league. Warnie and I had the semi-finals by, so we're into the prelim. Uh, and it looks like uh, Dossie's beat out uh, Cam and uh, Jono and um jepper uh are pretty close in the other semi-final but it looks like Jono will get up and how about this uh we do need to mention our good mate O. uh him and cam are playing in the listener league uh keeper um semi-final this week uh Johnno finished fifth but by far had the best midfield by such a long way and I just thought he'll roll through and win the uh, premiership but everyone's gone crap for him this week so it looks like uh, Bradbury uh, Cam is going to uh, sneak through to another prelim uh, as he did last year and actually somehow won the premiership so looks like Jono's going to be out Cam in and it'll be me and Cam this uh, next week in the prelim
1: where are you Steve I don't know, but you're only as good as your last game, Stator, and I'm pretty sure we were talking about your our matchup on the pod. Yeah. Uh, that hadn't finished yeah. and and what happened there? I can't remember what happened there. What happened there?
0: Yeah, um nothing I can't from remember my players. So um <laughs> I'm pretty didn't sure Did I, I you know fucking like, roll ya?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, I, and look, I spoke to the players about that. It was it was one of those it was the loss we needed to have. so we just needed a bit of a reboot before finals so now we're we're, we're we'll set up we had the week off so let's relax we took the pressure off we did the ross line in tassie and uh kept 13 of the best players at home um just before the finals we're already set we couldn't lose our spot
1: that's what happened mate yeah no well i'm sending my boy matt i traded in matt Rowell. (laughs) He's going to the sheds for a big summer hole, I'm going to say about that boy.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry,
1: can Ooh. we Holy talk shit. about Matt Rowell' Because
0: um, if anyone started a, a keeper at the beginning of the year, he would have been right up the rankings. Um, you know, in that sort of top 20, I know you've got to take your McCraes and your Grundys and stuff like that first, but it would have been right up there. Where do you think he sits now? Has it been affected by second-year blues and injury again?
1: I think there's got to be some stank. But um, personally, I just take it as like they're just putting games into him. It's not the end of the world. Give him the fitness. So I think he I think he should be up there. My my thing is like, yeah, I, I don't know where he sits though. That's a problem. Um, I think he, uh, it is a good question. It's a good question. Because those tons mm. in a row and he looked like a world beater, that's a small sample size. If you've, you've had Took Miller come out, basically be, um, he'll probably be an All-Australian this year or damn well close to it. I'm still oh, chips been, in on yeah. Noah Anderson. I know, I always get confused when I see these under 20, best under 22 lists come out and Noah Anderson's never on them. And I'm like, man, are, are we watching the same games here? Because this guy's a fucking star. Um yeah, so oh, he seems yeah. to have a little I mean, bit
0: more tricks at the highest level than Rao does at the moment.
1: Yeah, I, I just think it's a fitness issue with Rao and maybe a confidence yep. issue. he he'll, I think he'll be right. You'd yeah. you know more about it than me, Stodo. Gross, man. Hmm. Oh, just interested in your thoughts. Well, what do you think? Where what you, would you think? rank
0: him? Um, cause,
1: uh, oh yeah, well ranking yeah, season's I, gonna be I, I hard,
0: man. Very hard, and when you put Jared Lyons in your your top ten, mate, um, I think you need to therefore decide uh, whether you're going to buy him from me and give me Toronto. Seeing you rate him so lowly.
1: <laughs> I didn't rate him lowly. Did that I spin your, that at all? Week. That was yeah. That was one, <laughs> one week. <laughs> <laughs> one week is a yeah. long time in football. I, I I will
0: say I was quite uh, happy owner. Uh, this week um, after 16 injuries happened to their midfield and he finally got back in there and they had a win, um, hopefully yeah. that means he stays in there for a few weeks. This was a good win too. It was. But he ain't no forward. That's the
1: problem. Well, I think, that, man, the problem is though, who's got more tricks as a forward like him, Tom Green, Jacob Hopper. Jacob Hopper has no tricks.
0: Yeah. They're too many the same, but, aren't like,
1: they? Well, I think the problem is like we we never know what goes on inside the four walls and Jacob Hopper might be the most loved player in that club. Well, if he's committed to the club and plays good footy, always presents, they're not gonna kick him out. Like no way. Yeah. No, absolutely.
0: They've they've got they've so, got a problem, they've got too much inside midfield
1: talent. They, they need Cullen Ward, I, and I love Cullen Ward, man. Love Cullen Ward. They need him to retire.
0: Mm. Well, they, maybe they need to trade because they've got more coming through. So Bruin looks like he's going to be a fantastic player. Yeah. They've, they've got more coming through. So maybe they should be uh, trading a few high-quality mids um, to get a bloody genuine,
1: talented key forward. They do. They have They have the great man, Jesse. Jesse. <laughs>
0: great man, is he ever going to stay on the park? Well. All right, I need to go and eat some dinner, mate. I'm
1: a hungry man. He's a hungry man. There's a meme in that, people. Put a meme together. All right. <laughs> uh, Next week will be the last regular season pod. We're not sure what the off-season is going to look like. It's probably going to have a bit of a spell somewhere in there, so we'll work that out behind the scenes. But, of course, we thank you all for your support in listening to our banter and musings and absolute rambling horse shit throughout the back yes. half of the year. We love you, listeners. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another
0: episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.